everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, we have television and radio personalities, Holly and Michael, in the studio. They are experts in the field of love, relationships, and what it takes to feel sexy, as well as my go-tos on all things swinging. Today, they're joining us to talk modern relationships, the swinging lifestyle, tips for keeping sex hot, and so much more. It's going to be a really fun show. I'm all about revolutionary sex toys. And yes, most of them are for women. But there are pleasure products out there with penises in mind. Ever since I met the founder of High Octopus a few years ago, I could tell by his excitement this was going to be huge. And he did it. I'm talking about the Pulse 3 and it's different than anything else I've ever seen. Picture this, it's kinda like a stroker, but it actually wraps around your penis from the bottom, leaving the top open, kinda like a cradle for your penis. It's been nicknamed the vibrator, although it doesn't actually vibrate, it oscillates. So instead of buzzing, it's a rapid tapping pulse that stimulates the nerve endings around the frenulum. You know that really sensitive spot between the head and shaft on the underside of the penis? And I've been told it feels spectacular. The pulse plate creates a totally unique sensation that delivers super powerful orgasms. Plus, it wraps around so you feel it all over. The cool thing is you can use a pulse 3 with lube to stroke or without lube so you can just sit back, relax, no hands necessary. And it's rechargeable and totally waterproof. So cleanup is super easy, which I know is a big thing for you guys. Hot Octopus makes the Pulse 3 in two models, the Solo, which uses a single motor, and the Duo, which has a second motor on the outside so your partner can grind on and join the fun. I really think you guys are going to love it. I mean, I gave one to my boyfriend last week, and I haven't seen him since. He loves it. To check out the Hot Octopus Pulse 3, go to sexwithelmy.com slash pulse today. That's my site, sexwithelmy.com slash P-U-L-S-E. Into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can listen to our podcast, sign up for our mailing list, and check out all the other fun things going on there. We have a new website too, which is amazing. Hi, Holly and Michael. Hi. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. I know. I'm really, I'm excited. I love being, I love being on your show. I love knowing you guys. You guys have been on the show before. So you guys are like the second time. Yeah. And that was like two years ago. You were so cute. You sent me the picture of us. I did. I was seeing pictures and I thought I'd give you memories. (laughs) Really fun. And everyone can find you. Just This will all be on our website as well. But it's hollyandmichael.com. That's Holly with an I. Mm -hmm. Don't mess that up. Nope. And Twitter is at swingtime69. And Instagram is at realhollypockets. Yes. And um, yeah, so check all that out. And you guys are still doing your Playboy Radio Swing. Yes. 
which is an awesome show. Thank you. So fun. I love it. And the TV show. And you guys have just been like traveling all like I don't even know what you're like. Oh, no, we're like in Ecuador teaching how to swing. (laughs) Where are you? What are you doing? All over. The only sad thing is when you're out of town, we're out of town and never in the same city. We have to make it so we end up in the same city. I want to do that. We're broadcasting live on location. Literally, last year was three different continents, 17 different countries and 42 different cities. This year, we'll come pretty close to that. And is it Swing, the show that you're doing it everywhere, or is it... It's Swing with Holly and Michael on radio. Okay, right. Not the TV show, the radio show. Very proud, still Playboy Radio's number one show. We've been on for almost five years. March will be five years, and been number one for about four. Number one. Congratulations. How do you you find it? You go to playboyradio.com, backslash swing, or just playboyradio.com. Also on the TuneIn app, uh, SoundCloud iTunes now. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. Everywhere Once... podcasts are not sold. Yeah, yes. there you go. There you go. Because it's free. It's right. free. Right. Okay, so that's awesome. So you guys are just, you've been really busy working. And the last time I saw you, I was grateful that we were in the same city because you invited me to a play party. And yes. I hadn't been to one in a while. And the guy I'm dating, still dating, Ross, he actually came on the show and we talked about it. Did after he? that, yeah. Such a nice guy. I kind of wanted him to come in today too, but he that was busy. But he liked him. He loved you guys. Aww. Really liked Because he was nervous. Because we had been out having like a night, like a work night, and we were doing stuff. And then I was like, hey, Holly, am I even wanting to go? And he was like, should we go? I'm like, yeah, let's go. And he was so excited to like, we talked a lot about it. But it was a fun, how was that party? What do you think? Like as parties go. I you guys left was, before we did. I thought it yeah, was that's funny. good. I like that. Um, we didn't play, you know what? We didn't play that night, so. We had played, Holly's libido had been through the roof, and we had played, I believe, probably nine <laughs> or ten nights out of 14. Oh, so it was the 14th night? Yeah. So Thanks we, a lot for inviting yes. me to the 14th night. We went it's to like the God, party. we needed a, a seventh day of rest. <laughs> we needed a day of rest, a 14th day of rest. <laughs> right. The party was great. As you saw, the couple's beautiful, and when I say high-end, I'm not talking necessarily about appearance, though they were beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're class. As you and Ross saw, no one's touching anyone without permission. People are introducing themselves. They're making sure to get to know you. Yeah, exactly. And they want to know you. They don't care how much money you make or where you live now. Are you a nice person? Do you understand what you're here for? Do you get the rules? Because either you get it or you regret it. Right, exactly. Bottom line. So, yeah, let's talk about that because we were just, so, if you got, I mean, because we got into some of it, just kind of like what, I was more like because the funny thing was he had never been to a party like that. He never seen two people having sex in front of him. So really? let's just start there. So okay. to him, like you guys were leaving. I'm like, and he's like, oh, we should stay. You know, because I was, like that. That was really cool because it showed me that yeah. he was interested. And we didn't we didn't end up playing, but it was right. more like, wait, are they the is that, those people are having sex right now? But those are the ones we were just talking to, right? Like his mind blown, right? right? And it was hot. It was like mm-hmm. foreplay, and he was like completely turned on. I was in like, the way his face looked. I'm like. It was kind of like, you know, I guess when a parent first takes their kid to Disneyland or something. Right. And you and see him like, Mickey Mouse. And I'm like, oh, wow, you have to come. <laughs> you look at naked people. And instead people. of airs, you see gonads. I gotcha. Instead of the Mickey Mouse airs. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, come talk. So we talked about it from his experience. Mm-hmm. But um, you guys are great, though, because we got there. And you guys are so disarming and so warm and open. And, and Thank you. And Thank you, you guys were, like, just telling him about your, your history and your background, which I didn't really know all of that about just oh, how really? you got into it and how you met. And, yeah, I mean, tell us a little about that. I find it fascinating. How you guys met and well, you lifestyle? He's been in for a while. I've been in it since I was 18, so almost 20 years now. And it was in college. You know, we just called it a Thursday night, an orgy at the fraternity house. But I remember <laughs> dating. what you do. Yeah, it's Thursday, <laughs> right? It's a day that ends in Y. It was, I was dating a woman. I was 18. She was 24, 26. And she said, I'd like to take you to a party downtown. Was there two of them or just Chicago. one? Chicago. No, there's one. Oh, there's one. Somewhere between 24 and 20. She was older. And I said, all right, let's do it. And on the way there, because we were 60 miles from the city where I went to the school, She's 
explain it to me, this party. Oh, my God, I get to have sex with other people, too? You're the best? Because she had been part of the orgies, and now she's inviting me to go somewhere. Where'd you go to school back up? Northern Illinois University. Northern Illinois. Yeah. Oh, right. You're in Illinois. So what else are you going to do? So, I went to Michigan, but right. I don't want to invite me to orgies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fraternity. It's the border right there. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's the Uper. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we go to this party. I meet all these people. I'm getting permission to have sex with people's wives. She's having sex with guys and, and we're playing and all of this. And there's acronyms and there's, I, we call it in our book, Swinger Speak. There's all this different language. So I'm learning some of it. We leave. And she said, what did you think? And I said, I can't believe there's this world that I knew nothing about. Now, fast forward. I had been in the lifestyle on and off from that point in, uh, through my first marriage. Okay. And after getting out of the marriage, she wanted to dabble in it with me. And I didn't because as you know, and I'm sure you would have experienced had Ross acted differently. You, the lifestyle is available to everyone. It's not right for just anyone though. Right. There are people that you don't want to do Oh, it. yeah. We meet, and I've been in the lifestyle, and i not bragging. You met Holly. Okay. I met Holly. Yeah. Sorry, I met Holly. And we talked about our pasts, and I share I'm very open. And I told her, and then... He told me, and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I would love to try this. Because I grew up Mormon, so I had never <laughs> right. done anything in my life. I'd had one guy before my previous husband... And I was just, I was such a prude, but I knew I wasn't a prude. I was open-minded with other people, how they lived and how they thought and everything. So he tells me this and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I got to go to one of these parties. And I, I beg him. I'm like, oh my God, please. And he's like, okay, we'll go. He's like, settle down. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chill out, woman. So we go and I have uh, the most amazing time I've ever had. One of the things Holly had said, and Emily, I'm not sure the conversations you and Ross had, Holly had bisexual fantasies. The first time Holly masturbated as a Mormon, you're not allowed to, right. was to a yeah, Playboy magazine. Bad. And right. now she, she's a Playboy model and works for Playboy. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. And I remember, full circle. I full circle. And I remember. I want to start ba- masturbating to the lottery tickets. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you take what you can get. Right? I know. Right. Winning a lot of numbers. One of the biggest things with the lifestyle, and I don't know what you and Ross did, is communicating. Now, I know you well. I believe I know you well and, and the way you operate and you're so forthcoming and honest that a man like Ross wouldn't have to worry because you're not going to jump in and do things that you two no. hadn't talked about first. There are some people that do. So Holly and I communicated ahead of time about what she wanted to get out of the experience, what I wanted to get out of the experience. For me, it was just letting her experience it. Right. And I didn't want to jump head first because no. that, that was scary. I just wanted to see what it was like. And if I kissed a girl, then I, I that's that's where that I do the line. Right. Yeah, the line. Um, and he, I did, I saw this beautiful woman and she, Brazilian. and I asked him, I'm like, can I kiss her? And he's like, yeah. So I, well, actually, I said, it's not up to me. Yeah. It's up to you. But I'm thinking he's right there. I need to ask permission. Right. Just right. You because guys covered it up. We're, right. We're a couple. And I kissed her and I was like, oh my gosh, I cheated on you. What? Oh, we're going to break up. This is horrible. And it turns out he was cool. With it. Oh, right. hot. <laughs> it was hot. She started making out with other women that night. Too. That was it. You were that in. That was it. I was in. I always say you either Dip your toes in the swinging pool or you jump head first into the deep end of the swinging pool. No matter what you do, though, you have to do it together. We are, I believe we are such a strong we because we're each a secure me. And without that, you're doomed. It's true. And it's like any relationship. You oh, want to yeah. be a strong me before we. So that's that's yeah. amazing, too, that you guys have that. But especially to be in the lifestyle, you really oh, yeah. need to be strong and to keep communicating about all these things ahead of time. So 
so then you kept you were in it and you guys started dating going to different parties and stuff yeah um and so and now you've written the definitive book on it which i think (laughs) has been needed for so long because we get asked the same questions. I know you guys, mm-hmm. some of the stuff we're going to talk about, we have talked about, but I just think that, that Ask anything. it's so much. No, but this book is like welcome to the lifestyle and people yes. can get it where? For free. If you go to. Which is crazy. I know. We'll this talk should about be that. like, you guys should be paying 50 bucks for this. I'm not, or maybe a hundred, but it's free. This uh-huh. is half of, this isn't even half of what I have. So if you go to thexclub.com, the, T-H-E, xclub.com. X. Just the letter X. Okay. The the letter X. So thexclub.com, and you put in your email address. They will send you. They bought the rights to use this parts of the these parts of the books. They'll send you a PDF file. You can opt out of emails from them. That's fine. Okay. And you'll get this. Uh, three quarters of what's in here is about relationships, because unless you can be single and be in the lifestyle, single women we call unicorn. We can if you want to know why. Yeah, I want to. Okay. We do want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, but. And then single men, Holly termed unicox. For obvious reasons, bull is another term. That's a good one. That's, Thank you. Yes. However, if you're not in a solid relationship or you're not secure with yourself, you are not going to fit into the lifestyle and you'll be weeded out. So first I talk about what it means. Well, actually the back part of it talks about what it means to be in a healthy relationship, do's and don'ts in relationships. Let's talk about what it means to be in a healthy relationship. If someone's going, God, I wonder if we're healthy enough. Right. I don't, right. This is Because this is what I think from a lot of who we hear from. Yeah, we're thinking about having a threesome. We've been together a while. We have a kid. We're not, you know, sex hasn't been that great lately. We're just going to... I'd say yeah, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Right. So what is, how, what, how do you define a healthy relationship in your... I believe it's, it's all, it all comes down to communication and good communication because you can say, oh yeah, we're great communicators, but then you don't tell your partner anything <laughs> or you just talk about the daily stuff, the not stuff, about your feelings or, or things like that. So we, well, I mean, we... We pretty much had a good relationship from the start. No, because we're so we're both so open with you each like other. You like a unicorn relationship. Right. Like, I don't <laughs> even know any other relationship like you the, guys. The, and the unicorn is a term they use because the unicorn is a mythical creature. So I'll get back to the relationship thing in a second. With a, the reason we call a single woman in the lifestyle who's interested in no strings attached NSA casual sex is because it was believed they don't exist. Oh, there's a lot of women, Emily. Tons. You yeah. know a lot of women. I'm sure that you know. That I've been a unicorn. You've been a unicorn. Mm-hmm. That enjoy it. And being with a couple. You know, you asked about threesomes. One of the first things, and it's in here, is for a successful threesome to occur, I believe, you make it about the sex and only the sex. Holly and I are 100% emotionally monogamous. Physically, though, we play. Right. And it's only about the sex. We're not falling in love with that person. We're not, I, I mean, we text for play dates and stuff, but we don't, oh my gosh, how are you feeling today? What right. are you doing? To, was it's it good? Like, yeah, was it good? Things, personal things that we shouldn't be asking someone that's just so randomly. Th- there's boundaries. Yeah, there are. Clear boundaries. And even go, you know, you asked what's a healthy relationship. There are boundaries in a healthy relationship too. We're in such a digital society today that, I mean, I, I, I love when you and I talk. I look at some people though that to me, you're healthy. The unhealthy people, in my opinion, are the ones that saying, you know, around that digital corner, be it this website or that website that's for dating, I'll find someone new. So we have a problem. We're going to break up now. Exactly. It's too easy. And now let's say you're in a relationship. To be healthy, learn how to squash jealousy. Mm-hmm. What is causing jealousy? And if I know your, your buttons and I start pushing them, I'm wrong. If I don't know your buttons... In my opinion, you're incorrect for not showing Because I haven't told you that it right. makes me right. jealous when this happens. Mm-hmm. And yes. so learn, can we just go back to learning Please. to squash jealousy? Because I think there's a lot of couples that would be interested in this, but they're like, or they just say, no way. If I saw my partner having sex with someone else, I, I, I have no constitution physically to handle that. Right. right. Or emotionally. Or emotionally. 
Mostly it's emotionally <laughs> or physically. Like I might break down, but how do you squash it? Well, how, baby, you want to start? I think that, I mean, it, it takes time and it takes trust in the person that you're Wait, real with. Quick. Jealousy is normal. Yeah. I, I mean, as somebody who's a swinger in the lifestyle for as long as I have been, and even as successful as Holly and I are as lifestyle people, as swingers, we still experience that twinge of jealousy from okay. time to time. So I don't want anyone to think that once you're in the lifestyle, you'll never be jealous right. again. Mm -hmm. It's normal. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, baby. Well, to go along with your lines, there are certain people, like I still get jealous, but it's certain people that kind of rub you the wrong way or they're getting too attached to you or the other person or right. things just inappropriately. I don't think that's jealousy as much as it's uncomfortable. Maybe. And then you I tell me it, and I, I think stop. it goes both ways though. Yeah. And I say, you know, I'm getting a little jealous about her. And you know what? He, he's I'm my sure partner. he's just like done. Just I'm, like, she's blocked. Gone. I know him. Yeah. He's like, I'm blocking her from Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. She's done. Right. Also, when you reflect on how your past relationships went, I don't, I stopped dating virgins when I was a sophomore in college. Right. Purposely because of the emotional attachment they get today. We don't want to date a virgin, so to speak. Right. If someone had never been in a relationship, they're not going to know what went right and what went wrong right. so when you start to recognize your past experiences and what your trigger points are it is innate listen if you go back anthropologically i'm sure you've read sex at dawn and so a lot good. of people have it's a wonderful book it's their view on it mm -hmm. we were not created or programmed or evolved to be monogamous i agree and that doesn't mean that you have to go sleep around i believe the true open relationship is not when you share your partner with others it's when you share yourself completely with your partner and then at that point, you and Ross can decide. Holly and I can I decide. I was here, right. Right? Exactly, right. But it's jealousy. You've got to understand your trigger points. And, all right, what is it I'm jealous? Am I jealous or actually insecure that I'm going to lose something I have or that I lost something in the past that I don't ever want to lose again? Right. Abandonment. Abandonment yes. issues. Right. You got it. So the second I see him with someone else, it's going to be like, oh, my God, or is she hotter? What are just the physical like, women better? with all of her insecurities? Like, is she better than me? Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> like, watching someone else, you're like, God, I didn't never touch his balls like that. I mean, do right. you think those kind of things <laughs> I don't know. I think in the moment it's just so hot that someone like he gives me great pleasure and now he's giving someone else great pleasure. And because I trust him so well that that girl's going home, I'm with him. See, And I yeah. understand how people can get really insecure about that. And oh my gosh, is he going to fall in love with her? Is he going to do this? But yeah, it's going both ways, but I don't ever get that. And if I do start to get that little tingling, I'm, I just immediately tell him right. it's not, I don't get because it's not his fault. I just tell him and he's like, done. So it's almost like you're observing him going, wow, that's amazing that he gives me pleasure and this other person. It's almost like if he was like a lawyer and you watch him and like doing a trial, like in right. court, you'd be like, that's so hot that's how sexy. he's like, look at She'll him. She'll orgasm watching the other woman orgasm while being with me sexually. Because I'm also paying attention to Holly. It's not just oh, right. one. Except right. for the times, there are times she'll, she'll say, just focus on her completely. I'm getting off right now. And there are times if she's with a man, I would say the same thing because I enjoy, I'm a straight man. Any guy or couple, we really don't play with single guys. Any couple would be with as a straight man too, or at least respects that I am. So there's pleasure. You know, if, if I were to say, you can't play with men. Now, Pockets, Holly, said, what's what her nickname, Pockets. Pockets? You guys have to listen to Swing. You have to listen right. to the show. It's what, Pockets. What do you say? You're far more. I'm more. I'm far more by than guy. I like women. Women yep. are beautiful. I know, right? So I get it. You know, let's say you and Ross and Holly and I got together. However, you're very bisexual if you are, and pockets are so. If the, just the two of you played, that was it. That's hot, right? And you if guys Ross is touching you and I'm touching Holly, 
That's how we just have to make sure you're in rhythm, though, because if we're both behind you doggy style and you're like clenching teeth, that's <laughs> not fun. That's a disappointment. Yeah. Right, exactly. Okay, I got it. That's good. That's a good vision. That's hot. That is a hot vision. Oh, you wow. Holly, I like yeah. it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, okay, so, right? That's good. I like, I like that. It. Cool. Oh, he's got sidetracked. But what about, okay, so the, another thing is people who are like, a lot of people are, I think, more than ever now, looking at non-monogamy as an exactly. option. Mm-hmm. But there's also polyamorous relationships. And I think that could be really confusing for people, like because people in polyamorous relationships, you know, have have a primary partner and they do, they do develop feelings and have emotions and attachments for others. And so, what do you think? Draw is it just your personality type, or do you think people get confused by that ever? I think it's a personality type. I personally couldn't do it myself, but I praise those that can. I don't, yeah, and, and I have an issue when anyone, and you're not saying that, though we've had these debates and we welcome them on our show. I remember having this discussion with a couple on the new, which is now canceled, Ricky Lake show. It was myself, Dan Savage, and uh, Simone Bien, who you know. Yeah. It, there's no hierarchy in the sexual alternative life, okay? Polyamory, swinger, lifestyle, BDSM, kink, dom stuff. Polyamory, to me, the way I simplify it is with swinging, you're falling in like, with polyamory, you may fall in love. And like Holly said, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just mm-hmm. different strokes for different folks. We've had polyamory couples. Literally, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've had literally in how much you can stroke. <laughs> Never mind. And with the Sibian, you can do a hands. lot. Well, with the Sibian, you can stroke a lot. Never mind. That's true. That damn Sibian has moves that are amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mind-blowing. Yeah. So I go back to that, though. I get a little upset when a polyamorous couple has said to us, well, you know, you're just like animals. You sleep with anybody. No, we don't. Right. It's not like you just go there like, who's a free right now? Right. You take a number. That couple were, yeah. You were there. Yeah. There are beautiful mm-hmm. couples there. There were, to me, a nine, I don't like to use numbers. A nine can become a three pretty quick. And a five can become an eight because of personality. Right. So we are getting to know you a little bit. There are people that, that have sports sex. Right. For sure. That's not Holly and I. No. no. You guys go there and you get to. We get to know yeah. you a little bit. We're more yeah. social swingers than sexual swingers. And it's not like anybody can go to these because yeah. everyone has to know the rules ahead of time. Of like it's not just like if people start emailing, like, how can I go? How can all of us go out with Holly and Michael? Right. Like you have to, it's, it's really just single women mm-hmm. and couples, right? And couples. Some thing? single men, if you're interviewed first, because again, the perception of a single guy is that he's just going to be looking to get laid. Right. And <laughs> the thing is, right, which he is, but he has, yeah, nice, he he has, he has best behavior. But some guys just want it. A lot of people are just observing and Didn't that's you, fine yep. too. Didn't you talk to Daniel Stern? Uh, Swingland. Yeah, the book Swingland. yeah. You guys introduced me to him. Right. It was a great show. You guys check it out. And Podcast. I, yeah, I mean, you're amazing in all your shows. So <laughs> what I love about Daniel is, and he'll tell you, a guy that looks like Brad Pitt gets almost no action. He looks like Patton Oswalt, the comedian. <laughs> he's a little better looking than Patton right. Oswalt, but and he's getting action all the time because he's, of his personality. There you go. He's such a good guy, and he's so respectful. And he gets it. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, gets it. he does get it. He get well, that he wrote the book. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> now you wrote your. Now you wrote your book. I mean, did you write this book because you think it is so confusing for people how to navigate it? I for that and to answer a lot of the questions that people, you know, when you speak, you can have a thousand people sitting there. You ask if there's questions. Nobody raises their so hand. True. Then you're stuck for two hours after answering, and I don't mean stuck in a bad way. You're answering one-off questions. It's now all in the book. And this, yeah. they're nervous to ask it in front of it. And our publicist or Holly herself literally have to pull me away. I'll stay and answer all of them. You I know and you I, you are. And I'm are the same way. Similar. No, you I did this party very... the other night and like, it was silence. It was like, right. and it was like a party. I was helping this, you know, it was like 25 women and they were like staring at me. And I'm like, <gasps> well, here's toys. Here's no other questions. And then I go to leave and they're like, come here. Yep. Yes. So I don't want to have sex with my husband. And I don't, you know, it's everything. And I'm like, <laughs> so oh my God. To write this is like you said, it's, you know, six pillars of a healthy relationship. How to go from icy to spicy. Then you're happy. Because if you have cracks, if you and Ross, for example, were having issues, 
I wouldn't advise going to a party because if you're not having sex or fun sex together, going to a party and having sex that's with not going to be the, exactly. Uh, it's going to hurt you. Right? Exactly. I totally get it. It's going to so, hurt you. Remember, yeah. Do you remember that scene? I'm sorry. I want to ask you. Do you Tell remember me. that scene because you brought this up to Holly? The movie Airplane. Do you remember the movie yeah. Airplane? When the husband and wife are sitting there, the flight attendant comes up and says, "Would you like a second cup of coffee?" He said yes, and the wife in her head said, "I don't remember him ever having a second cup of coffee totally at home." Remember. You can't do that in the lifestyle. Because different is not better or worse. Different is different. Right. And that's what makes a lifestyle so fun. Have you ever seen, though, a couple's like, what are some of the pitfalls? Like, is there any comment? You're like, oh, there they go. This is the common thing that oh. comes up at some mm. parties. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say the common thing that comes up at parties, but I know that our personalities, yeah, personalities and attitudes, yes, that one woman just goes crazy or one man is like, oh my God, I can't see you do this. And they're they're okay with it at first. They go there and they're having a good time and then someone just blows up. Right. Because in reality, like you think sure. about it, but you're there, you're like, It's like a fantasy. Know. You Sometimes you want to keep them in your head and sometimes you want to live them out. We but, talk about safe words because mm. if something like that happens, don't cause a scene. Use right. a word or don't give a look. We had that on season one of Swing and, and one woman got mad. They were a newbie couple, which means they'd never been in the lifestyle. You should have known. He said, I, I can't, I don't know. Maybe you had constipation. You I don't know. No. Right. You, you can't just <laughs> it's that know. Communication, exactly. It is. Also, you get you get a sense and your intuition kicks in. I believe women, no, no offense to my gender, you women have a much better intuition than we do. Well, we do. You know <laughs> we do. You know when somebody is there to replace somebody. We can tell when a guy is looking to replace his wife or the woman he's with, or a woman's there. Scouting or recruiting, maybe because you and this though is better for my my gender. L- guys, we applaud each other when you're in a good relationship. A lot of women we see in and out of the lifestyle. Well, if that guy is happy with her and she's happy with him, I can make him happier, uh, and we'll try to steal him away. Jealousy and competition. Yeah. Yeah. You must get it because Holly, you're beautiful. Thank you're attractive, you. and you guys must have a lot, a lot even more so. We don't even deal with it. In yeah, a sense I know you feel like yeah. you're like yeah. right. You're like I see that. I'm yeah. right. away. And, and it's not even someone I'd want to be with. Not even right. something you want to be around. And you hear stories, oh, this person falls in love over and over and over. And whether it's the man or the woman, it's just not healthy. And they're not happy. And then they go to try and, and replace something that's missing. The lifestyle, I look at it this way. Holly is, you know how they say icing on the cake? No. Holly is the cake and the icing and the frosting and the little flowers on top. Mm-hmm. Holly is the cake. If we were just hypothetically lucky enough to have you or your producers here, <laughs> In the bed with us. Yeah, look at her. No way. Um, How Wes, her boyfriend, will we, You are then that layer of frosting in the middle. I don't okay. need that frosting okay. in the middle. I don't right. need a two-layer cake. You don't need it, but you're gone. There's, I'm like, yeah, more oh, frosting. Yeah, because you're like, I just thought there was a script. Oh, oh there's another layer. Yes. Best sex I ever have is Holly. And then incredible sex with you is possible because Holly is giving permission. Right. And that's to us what it is. It really, and you I mean, can tell couples so, that aren't it doing can be, it. There's so many mindful, and people are thinking like, I'm sure listening going, God, there's just, that doesn't make any sense. There's no way they can't be. I mean, it's just, I think people just get mind blown that it can actually. They do. And like, they think then how's is, your monogamous lifestyle? So I just want to think like, how's that going for you? Like, right. oh, are you gosh. guys having interesting sex? Um, which we hear from every day, couples are not. Um, right. mm-hmm. They're not communicating, they're not talking what they want. And so that's not really might be working for you either. So When the CDC did a recent study, and I talk about this a lot, it was, uh, I think three years ago, and they were looking at open relationships and monogamous relationships and the incidence of sexually transmitted infections. Let's not kid ourselves. STDs, it's 2015. Not that we should talk about it, but wrap it. Right. Come on. (laughs) No one's to blame if you don't, whether it's pregnancy or STIs, STDs. They looked at it and they found statistically significant double digit difference 
the open relationships had a lower rate of STDs than monogamous. Now, when you, uh, and you know this as a researcher, when you ask the couple or the individual, it's anonymous, you're doing right. it individually, not as a couple, open or monogamous, then it takes you down another path. One of the last questions for the monogamous people, have you or are you currently cheating on your partner? 47% of them, yes. So if you're willing to do one risky behavior, you're willing to do more, which is unprotected sex. Yeah, it's true. And when you ask, well, aren't you guys freaks? No, we like to get freaky. We're not freaks. And what you're hearing here is possible for everybody, as you witnessed with Ross, mm -hmm. as long as you're willing to talk. Sure. And it might even help couples oh, talk. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying you got to jump into it. But right. I mean, that's the thing on the show because we do get so many emails a week from people and so much of it is they can tell me their whole life story. And, and it's nervous. like they can't talk, but they just can't talk to their partner mm -hmm. about it. They just cannot communicate. And so what are some good communication tools you think for couples to explain to them even just how start talking about sex because there's couples who've been together for years and they can't oh, talk yeah. about right. it so asking well, michael came up with the 12 minute rule you should just sit down for 12 minutes and just talk a about day. talk a about day? yes just not, 12 minutes no bills no kids no nothing oh, anything just talk and about it, something yeah, just talk yeah but you don't you're at thank you honey for reminding me that don't talk about bills problems work kids, kids yes family nothing Talk. Talk about a movie if you want. Something you heard funny if you want. And it starts to take those walls down, I have found. Another thing, and, and I suggest doing it at least three times a week. I'd love everyone to do it every day. Right. Pockets and I try to do that in the morning and in the evening. And we just have fun, Holly, and I just open up right. and share. The other thing is I also believe you should ask your partner three questions once a week. Just any three questions. Because you start to bring walls down. I believe in a fantasy box, which is difficult because there's only two of you. So you're going to know whose fantasy it is. But the rule up front is we don't judge. The biggest mm -hmm. thing I heard when Fifty Shades came out, the reason so many men and women felt comfortable sharing with their partner, not Holly, you know, no offense, Holly didn't like the book that much. What I loved about it was that it got people talking. That's the only right. thing I liked it about it It gave well. them a route to go. With our show on TV and radio, a lot of people have used it as that catalyst. Because right. truth mm -hmm. is, you bring up something that's not the norm and the partner typically freaks out. Right. A couple days later, they'll come back and say, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of beginning the conversation. The other way to do it is to say, I would like to share with you things I share with my best girlfriend or my best guy friend. Because there's nothing, my phone is unlocked by Holly, right? There's nothing in her she can't see. Right. So there's nothing I'm sharing with anyone else that I haven't already or will share with Holly. And I believe when couples hold, you know, when you have a secret, you know there's a reason you have that right, secret. Right, you're just as sick as your secret. Yeah. Right? Yes. There you go. It's I love true. it. Yeah, that's true. So, so the fantasy box. So let's say a couple... They're like, we've never talked about our sex life. Right. I've never had an orgasm with my partner. We've been together and I've been faking or whatever. They've never done it. Mm -hmm. So you say they sit down and they each like write, like it's kind of like right the sexual five bucket fantasies. list. Yeah, right off yeah. five fantasies. Each, you put them in the box, you shake the box up maybe one night a month, maybe one night a week. You pull something from the box and you agree you're going to do it. That night? Well, eventually. That eventually. Maybe it, yeah. even it's anticipation. You can look it's, for the weekend. Or the conversation. Gets the conversation right. going. That's not my thing, but maybe if we use exactly right, we you know, know more lube with that, that'd be fun. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't mention lube, yeah. Yeah, there you go. More lube. We know people. For example, this this couple. She has fantasized about what's known as a gangbang. So her having sex with multiple men. Her husband didn't know, and we encouraged them to talk. And she told him, to date, they've had the best sex they've ever had. They've never done the gangbang. What she wanted to do was live it out in a fantasy with him. So while they're having foreplay. And while they're having actual sex penetration, they talk about it. He understands that it's not to replace him. 
It's just something she always wanted to do. Right. So he's like, hey, babe, right now, this other guy. Like, yeah. He, he explains it. Yeah. He's I've had that. It. Yeah. It's hot. It's totally. So, yeah, he would be like, oh, right now, these guys, they want you. It's so hot. Right. And so she's kind of right. like experiencing it. Yeah. Yep. That's all. And Those are all great He'll tips. use toys to replace, you know, so instead of his penis at that point, now it's a toy that's somebody else. And they've gone that way. And there's, you know, like airtight. But and their sex like is that. better for it. Because they, they, they so opened much... up, pen, not Pandora's box, but like the good Pandora's box. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. It's just opening it up. It doesn't have to be, people are just so afraid about being judged. That's it. That, you know, mm-hmm. the partner's not going to love them anymore. But if you are in a healthy place, you know, and if you're not getting the sex, you have nothing to lose at this point. Nothing to lose. Right. If you are suffering in your sex life, you have nothing to lose by not sharing what it is you want. And maybe you don't know exactly what you want either. Mm-hmm. Like I think right. some women sometimes, and men, who are so, they're like, I've never even actually fantasized or I've never, so Start like you know, listening to your show or read this book. Uh, right. Welcome to the lifestyle that you get at your website. No, not ours. Go oh, to no. theXclub.com. TheXclub.com. Yeah. Watch porn with it. Whatever it is. Another great mm-hmm. introduction. Watch on you know adult content. It's free. Exactly. Oh my gosh, it's free. Get it together. You don't have to yeah. talk. You're like, mm-hmm. what'd you find hot in that scene? Like that's a good. You just need something else as a catalyst. Okay, now quick shout out to our sponsors. Thanks for supporting them, and we'll be right back. Deputy Jamie. Hello. I have to ask you something. What's the main questions we get asked from our female listeners on the show? What would you say? Oh, definitely not being able to orgasm or having trouble getting there. I mean, there's a lot of reasons too. There's pain, dryness, stress, because who doesn't have that? Mm. Anxiety. I mean, I feel for the women out there. We're just hurting. This is why I got so excited about Foria. Yes, it's amazing. (laughs) Oh my God, I know. Okay, so you guys, this is probably my most unique sponsor I've had in a few years. Foria Awaken. It's intimate massage oil that uses CBD-rich hemp extract. There's been so much research and studies lately about the benefits of CBD oil and also benefits of CBD and sex from pain relief, relaxation for your whole body, and it makes sense that it would work as well for your other parts. Yeah, it's kind of incredible what it can do. I mean, it's think about it. It's a plant. And it totally relaxed me. I know, same. I was so my body, I just used a few sprays and I rubbed it on my hands and then I put it on my whole vulva area. And I waited like five minutes. I just felt, I felt stimulated and tingly and turned on. Also, it has eight other plant aphrodisiacs like coconut oil and kava kava extract and it tastes and smells really good too. Yeah, it was like a, like a minty chocolatey taste. Yeah, it was mint chocolate. All these things are why I want to talk about it. It's easy to use. You don't need to use a lot. This little bottle goes a long way. Yeah, I think I pretty much only use three sprays max each time. Yeah, that's all you need. You're just applying a little bit to the clitoris, the labia, and the vagina. Deep relaxation, increased blood flow, enhances sensations like everywhere, and can stimulate natural lubrication. And I'm definitely having easier orgasms and the smelling good, always a plus. I like the fact that it doesn't have any THC in it because that means that everyone can get it. Everyone can experience it. So, I mean, your head's not going to get high. You don't have to worry about that. Just your genitals. Right. Although, I mean, you know me, I'm down for both. Exactly. Surprising. The organic CBD extract they use is only from the United States and it's all independently tested to make sure it's free of synthetics, toxins, and anything else you wouldn't want to put in your body, especially your vagina. Plus, it's 100% edible and vegan. Oral sex on this is amazing. Oh my God. Um, I could talk about Awaken for hours, but just go check it out, learn more, try it for yourself. Trust me, trust me. Go to sexwithemily.com slash awaken. You're going to love it. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash A-W-A-K-E-N. 
I love when I run into listeners of the podcast in the real world. You always ask such great sex questions. And you also ask me, is the womanizer really that good? Or tell me more about the womanizer, which doesn't surprise me because it's still the top search term on sexwithemily.com. The good news is I could talk about the womanizer all day. I call it the clip whisper because it seems to know exactly what I want. I didn't think they could top the womanizer to go, the one that's shaped like a lipstick, but guess what? They did. The latest womanizer is called the Starlet. It's got all the power of the original, but it's super tiny. It literally fits in the palm of your hand. The womanizer uses patented pleasure air technology to indirectly stimulate your clitoris with gentle suction and air pressure. It's so effective, some women have an orgasm in 60 seconds. If you haven't tried a womanizer, now is the time. There are a bunch of different models, but trust me, all of them are the sure thing. To order your Womanizer Starlet, click on the Womanizer banner on my site or find it at goodvibes.com slash Emily. How do you guys feel about helping me answer some emails for some, some people, some listeners here who um, I think you could they could really benefit from your knowledge? Okay, thank you for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. I love hearing from you, and I also love when you include your name. You can fake the name, but tell me where you are listening from and how old you are and also how you listen. Okay, Emily, my fiancé and I have been together for a little over five years now. We have a child together, and she's another. They are four and eight. I'm 25, and let's face it, I'm your typical guy. I love sex and everything in between. I guess I have a two-part question. How much sex is realistic for a couple per week? In my opinion, our sex life is dull. It's always the same unless we've had a few drinks. She doesn't like new things, doesn't like to go down on me, even though she knows I like it and I go down on her constantly. And she makes sex really awkward. Any advice? The relationship is already struggling, but I don't know how much more of it this I can handle. Thanks so much. I love your podcast and everything you write and put out, Tim. So Tim... They've got two kids. They've been together. And um, he wants, first of all, everyone asks us what's normal for sex right. per week. I mean, there's no normal. You don't want to be statistical. No I mean, you don't, you don't want to be the statistical normal average in the United States, which is what, I think, 1.2 yeah. times. What's point two? Is that where you owe somebody something? I don't understand that. I, know, right. I don't either. You're like, I almost gave you a blowjob, but the yeah. normal ring. Yeah. It was a tip. Just a tip. Right. Right. Just the hood. <sighs> I, I agree with you. that you I think you have to communicate on what's normal for both of you. Right. Because you can come to that together. You can yeah. come to that realization of like, if, but, but if he wants five times a week and she wants one, well, then it, it's compromised. Compromise. Mm-hmm. I believe, though, and it's another thing I respect about you. There are some people in our business that, okay, here's the thing, in my opinion, Tim. <laughs> somebody Break can it down. teach you, because you do this like we do this, and you do both sides. I only do one side. You can learn how to have a better orgasm. You can learn how to finger someone better with kindliness or give a better blowjob, so to speak. If you're not happy at home, it ain't happening. So what I love what you do and what we do is I look at the sexy psychological side of it. There's something else going on there. Yeah, 100%. Sure. There is something else going on there that's manifesting in no sex. Because when she's not happy, when Holly's not happy with me. I won't touch happy. him with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it's true. We shut down. Men and women. And so do men. I mean, as much as I love when she goes down on me. I, I, I would not come up if it weren't, I, if I could breathe out of my ears, I'd never come up between your legs. Right. I love it that much. <laughs> and if you're not enjoying it, just tell me. My point is, oh, I believe that you must talk about what's going on emotionally, like you said earlier, like mm-hmm. you say when I hear you talk and I listen to your show and like we say, because that's, to me, the root there. Now, she could be asexual. Right, right. Doubt that's it. True. But there's other things like going on. And, yeah, he's, and I feel like he's the guy who's going, you know... I go down on you. Why aren't I getting blowjobs? Like, that's the last way you're going to get something. Not reciprocity. Yeah. No. And that's where we call taking one. You go back to the lifestyle. Never take one for the team. 
I would never ask Holly, hey, let's go hook up with this woman or that couple because I want to be with her. Well, I don't like them. Do it for me. That's taking that that builds resent. And that's what he may, Tim may be doing is she's getting resentful. The way he might be even approaching it too. And they have kids. He might not be taking care of her needs. He might be able to help her with what she needs. She might not feel nurtured just because he needs blowjobs. She might need him to empty out the dishwasher, you know, or whatever. Help give her emotional support. I said that He did? He just said, yeah, the dishwasher. He said, how do, how, especially at this time when you're just giving presents to each other, how do you make sure you know, your your partner knows that you love them? I'm like, it's the little things. Putting your, getting your clothes off, the underwear off the floor, putting away the dishes, things like that. That tells me you love me because I'm stressed about this and you're stressed about this. So find ways to help each other, right. not just in bed. Exactly. I do think, I, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Sex is important. Oh, yeah. If Ross wasn't providing sexually, all the other stuff might be okay. But if you're not getting what you need sexually, yeah. you need to have that Game talk. Out. Right. Game, Game out. over. Right. It's over. That's true. So, yeah, I think Tim just like, you know, reduce her stress, take things off her plate, start to talk to her. Communication mm-hmm. is a lubrication, Tim. I don't know that you've talked to her in a way that... Maybe the most productive if you're like, I'm not getting BJs. That's not going right. to. Tell her she's beautiful during the day. That Those pants look great on you. Because it could be body Things image like issues. Yeah. She may have two body kids, issues. Two, you have your two kids. The guys don't understand that either. Like, this is what I was saying. I said to Ra, I was like, just because I know you think I'm. Just sometimes it'd be nice to. I've never been with it because I always required it. And it's not like I'm so insecure. And I, it's just you want to hear that it's as nice. a woman. Like, you just want to hear like. Right. You know, I'm into, I'm into you. I'm, you know, especially through all never we go does, through. But it just, yeah, exactly. All we you go through. Go through a lot. To look yeah, good. I did not wake up like this. I know. No, I don't know yet. You got to come spend the night. We'll find out. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Can we just get this over with? Right? The show. Um, yeah. Okay. So, sex. We got another email. We go for this. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sex with a selfish lover. Uh, hi, Emily. First of all, I just want to say your advice is amazing and helpful, and I wish there were more people out there like you who seek to educate people about sex. In a positive, healthy, and pleasurable way. Holly and Michael here, they do that too. You are awesome. Anyway, I'm 22 from Massachusetts, and I've been, or Maine, Maine, and I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for a little over two years now. He's my first boyfriend, and we started dating freshman year in college. However, he has a few things about him that bug me and make it really hard to be in a relationship with. He's somewhat selfish, insensitive, and has been that way all his life. He tries hard to understand, uh, understanding, and I can see that, so I try not to push him, but when it comes to sex... It's a little scary for me to try to get him to focus on more. He's only the second guy I've had sex with, and I've yet to come during sex. I know, it's sad. I just want our sex to be better because I love him, and I don't want to break up with him because of the sex. Just wait. This gets into more interesting. I'm tempted <laughs> to cheat all the time, and I don't even really feel bad for about it. I've been pretty sexual from middle school on, and I, ha- and I have to basically rely on masturbating, but my boyfriend isn't even that sexual of a person. I could have sex twice a day. He's not like that. I know that he watches porn sometimes, but he's told me before that he can go a year without sex. I know. This is so loaded that it's almost like, whoa, I don't have two hours. Right, exactly. Help, I love him, but I'm scared to introduce him to my freakiness. Thanks, Daisy. I know. I kind of broke it down. I want to replace (laughs) him with you because there was a lot going on. So Daisy's got a lot going on. This is what she told us in this brief email. You've been together two years. Right. He's selfish and his whole life, apparently. You've never had an orgasm with him. You haven't shown him your freaky side. And you're afraid to talk to him about your sexual needs. Oh, and you're considering cheating. Yeah, Daisy should get out of that relationship. Uh, yeah. Number one. I mean, that's not a healthy relationship yeah. on many levels. She might levels. need to get, get to therapy, right. figure some stuff out. Um, and don't cheat. 
No. You, know, you never want to cheat on him. Um, I understand he's your first boyfriend, too. You know, when you're young, it's your first boyfriend. You're attached. You don't want regret later. Oh, I shouldn't have been with him. I wasted two years. You know what? I looked at it this way with my first wife. If I stay any longer, I'll waste more time. Yeah. Not a waste. No, I didn't I waste it. time. I learned. But you learned. You but, learned. Right. And if she's masturbating all the time, I would think that she could teach him what to do. Mutual masturbation. Mutual yeah. masturbation. Use his hand. You guide his hand. Allow him to show you. You show him how you want to be pleasured. Right. Now, if he's that selfish, though, you guys. I feel like she's not telling him everything. Yeah, she's not communicating. She hasn't communicated at yeah. all. So we create all these things in our mind, mm-hmm. and we've never. T- I do that sometimes. And I'll, but thank God I have such good girlfriends. I'll be like, this and this. Like, have you ever told him? Even I, I'm mm-hmm. not freaking perfect. I'm like, exactly. Oh no, I guess you know. And then you just talk about it, and it's you know sometimes so easy to share with someone else what to do than for us. So to do. easy, and that's why we have our friends because they're yes. like, wait, Emily, back up. So yeah, I think that you just you know you could try talking to him, being honest, but also it's been two years and she hasn't let her freak flag fly at all. I wonder too. Yes. We always say TTLC: trust, talk, listen, communicate. Is she listening to him too? There could be something she's missing. As selfish as he is, what is he telling you? Because if he really is that bad, come on, you guys, get out of that relationship. Yeah, right. Let your freak flag fly. Be single for a while. Be a unicorn in the lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Listen to more sex with Emily. Listen to swing with Holly and Michael. And you, I mean, seriously, get out there and have fun. Well, we had fr- uh, a couple friends that's in the lifestyle, and they were married for very young. I think first boyfriend girlfriend, yep. and got married and had a baby and everything, and they didn't know each other were freaks. They would go masturbate to porn by themselves and one day it just got to the point and they said oh, i'm doing this and he says i'm doing this and they're like what are we doing <laughs> why, don't we do why don't we do it together and ever since then it's been yeah, amazing uh, that's the thing it's just the, it's just that talking and it's mm-hmm. like i always want to i always say this like ripping a band-aid off you just got to yes. do it I, mm-hmm. I could tell you how to but just do it feel comfortable and yeah. just say it and if you're with someone who loves you and respects you and you can find your language it's better than not talking about it and if, get out now if it's not right right I mean, you know, I'm wasting a, both your time. I had a daughter. You had a son with your first marriage. They were my ex is a wonderful person, just not right for me. And you've got to know you're not a failure. Right. Daisy's not a failure if she leaves that relationship. She's a failure if she cheats. Right. I to me, Do not cheating cheat. is based on lies and deceit. Being in an open relationship or communicating is built on trust and honesty. Right. Exactly. So. And 47 people are cheating, yep. which makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. So oh, might gosh, as well. Yeah. Okay, uh, one more. Can we how about threesome tips? Would you have some good? Did you say you guys don't have a lot of threesomes? Or you? Oh, we have a ton. That's what why we have. That's think, what why our main thing thing is. Okay, well, you've already booked. Um, we do. We book actually a week out. Oh, no. It was our other guy. She was like, I don't have threesomes. I'm like, what? I don't know. I just sort of dashed <laughs> together two shows. So this is great. My name is Allie. I'm a 23-year-old married attorney from Ann Arbor, Michigan. I listen to your show during my long commute from Ann Arbor to Lansing every day, and I love it. That's where I went to college. I just want to say I totally get that commute, sister. My husband and I are young, so we're pretty open about trying new things. One of the things he's never done is have a threesome, and he really wants to. Of course, what guy doesn't? We've been talking about it for a year and never acted on it, and I'm all for it, as long as it's someone we aren't great friends with, because I feel like it could ruin a friendship and put tension between us. Also, we have a one-year-old and don't want to bring anyone back home with us. That could be awkward. Coming home and sending the nanny home while we have an extra person with us. Weird. And having a stranger in our house to have sex with our son is sleeping in his crib. That's not what I want. So, how do we find someone to hook up with? And second, where would we hook up? Is it okay to bring someone home with us? I know you're from Michigan, so maybe you know some places to find a third. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you know, um, these people who are in Michigan, you know, Michigan. Yeah. I wasn't having threesomes then, but Midwest, good people. I spent 16 years in Chicago. Right, so right, right. They are good people. A couple mm-hmm. things to think about. You know, if it's somebody you kind of know or you've vetted, 
the bringing them home, send the nanny home, they can meet you after. Not such a bad thing. Right. One year old's not going to wake up in the middle. We keep our, you know, people ask us, what do your kids know? They yeah, don't. Yeah, it's because they ask you. They yeah, don't know. They don't know anything. Because anybody that's not in the lifestyle that says, well, what if your kids did it? And I say, when was the last time you had sex? Well, none of your, just answer me. When was the last time? Three nights ago. And then I say, did you tell your kids? No, you don't need to tell them when and who you're having sex with. Go back to the threesome. Right. First, <laughs> we, we pick up a lot. When I say pick up, we meet a lot of women on Bumble, which is a new app, oh. and Tinder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tons of women we have threesomes with from there. Also, Adult Friend Finder, Cassidy. Threesomes, again, it's about the sex. Go to a lifestyle party. Because you can have a threesome at those. How do they find them in Michigan? I'm just wondering. Like, on those, like, Adult Friend Finder would list it or... Adult Friend Finder doesn't uh, tend to no, list they them. Don't, they don't list Cassidy, these. Lifestyle Lounge, Cassidy STC. with a K. Uh-huh. Yes. They have an events page. It's free. Don't sign up in your area unless you know you're going to do this right. more often. Go to the events page, though, that's free. Find something going on in your area. Yeah. If you don't want to see somebody in your area, it's Detroit. How far is Detroit? Or yeah, Union not Pier. Far at all. Whatever, whatever it is. Minutes. Right. right. Drive there. Go to a party there. Contact you. Contact us, and we can let you know about the. Promoters. Yeah, I think the big thing is is you have to let the woman pick because you if don't. You're gonna be pick, with the woman. If you're going to be with a woman, yeah. you you should let the woman pick the partner. Right. Because but she's going to feel as, secure about hold it. Hold on. As long as the guy's in agreement too. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Of so course. You mean let the woman pick? So do you guys sit there on your phone? Oh, you're yeah. like, Bumble. I want. Can yes, we I actually we do. would love to look yeah. at what you guys. So you're like, oh, her, her. And then do yep. you guys? How often do you guys agree and disagree? Is it like a fifty-fifty? We or? kind of we have the same taste. Taste in women. I like to go ahead. Yeah, what is your taste? What is it? Good looking, fun. I, yeah, I like a good smile. I love eyebrows. I don't know why. I love eyebrows. Well, when I say good looking, Holly gets a sense for them. It's not necessarily blonde, brunette, big, small, nothing like that. It's just. In their picture, are they smiling? Are they photoshopped? Are they those glamour shots? I don't want glamour shots. Right. I'm not going to make breakfast for you in the morning. Right. And with a threesome, that too. Figure out what the two of you want. Do you want someone who's going to spend the night or are they leaving after? Right. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to have this done? You can rent a hotel room. There's nothing wrong True. with that. Get a hotel room. A lot of these places, though, be upfront. Let them know what you're looking for. And the other thing I warn, though, and I'm not saying she's doing it, this isn't a trap. If you're going to have a threesome with him and another woman, make sure you're doing it because you want to also, not because you later expect him to have one with you and another man. Right. That's not fair. See, isn't that mm. common? There's a lot of women who are like, what's this a double standard? Why right. can't I have it with the man? Yeah. I mean. Right. And that's where I, the, I believe a lot of problems arise where, well, I let you do it. Now you have to let me. Well, no, hold on. You should have been clear up front. Yeah, right. not a quid pro quo not a quid pro always quo. Yeah. With, with that. Okay, that's interesting. So you guys find the um, the person together and you have to agree and all that. And so that's interesting. So what on the profiles, do you meet the – oh, this is what I ask you, the process. So you find someone on Bumble, for example. Yeah. right. And you're like, do you meet up first for a drink? Yes. 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 Or wherever. Because what if you, if you don't have chemistry? Right. You Chemistry's meet them and you're – Yeah, it Can is. you tell like – Yeah, I can. can. I can. can. Are you I'm like, like nope, or yeah. A lot of times, the one we met, um, we call her London, just to protect her identity. Unfortunately, a lot of people that are in the lifestyle or enjoy casual sex and not labeling themselves, you know, they're professionals. No matter what they do, if they get out of it, they can lose their job. They can be, you know, their families and all that. So we call her London. We have a great time with her. We met her near Mm -hmm. our house for drinks. Perfect. Geographically desirable. Yeah, GD. My grandma used to say (laughs) Or GUD, geographically undesirable. So they have to drive to us. Holly and I aren't driving that far. So, because remember, if they flake or say no, I don't care. I have Holly. Right. right. If we get there and meet them and it's not good, I don't care. Right. I have Holly. Right. Exactly. So we meet them. And if chemistry's there, great. Tomorrow night, we're meeting somebody new and we're meeting her out. If there's chemistry, great. We'll go back to the house. If not, nope. 
Right. And we share custody of our kids. So if anyone's asking or thinking, we have 50-50 custody and they're always with us at the same time. Got it. So when they're not home, we you can do things. plan things, things around. Right, yeah, exactly. And they don't, but what about what you do? Your swing. They could Google you. You do swing show. They can't so they Google at know. home. They they have seen Pockets' uh, pictorials for Playboy because she's posed three times for Playboy. Our daughter just, now that she's 11, <laughs> has asked that Holly not do any more nude modeling until she's out of high school. Our son... It was an uncomfortable conversation when I had He's it like, with him. We do more. No, just yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was her ex-husband that said, "Michael, I think you should talk to uh, our son about, you know, the pictorials." And this was earlier this year. And I said, "All right, you don't want to be there." He said, "No, just can you do it? Because you'll have the answers." You will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I did, and all he said was, "Thanks for bringing me to Starbucks. Thanks for getting me my favorite things." Really uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> I'm happy for my mom that she's proud of herself, and that, that's it. He didn't care. That's. That's really evolved. There's yeah. knowledge and power, though. So no kids can blackmail him or bully him. Right. Because they've seen his mom naked. Tastefully, but naked. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I've seen the taste. I was, actually, I was on Playboy Radio. What show was that? I was on Sunny. You were with Acid yeah. Yes, but I actually meant to post. I took a picture of you guys. You are in the hallway at yeah. Playboy. And there was the hottest picture of you guys. Thank and you. I took a picture and I was... We're doing no f- new photos tomorrow, aren't we? Yes, we are. are. You? I, I, that's awesome. You're actually the commercial for your episode plays during our show. Really? Yeah. yeah. We oh. heard you today, and, we're, and I come back on air. I said, that was Emily. That's we're so going to be on Sex with Emily today. <laughs> I love it. Well, I was going to come back on your show as well. I would love mm-hmm. it. And thank you both for being on the show. This was amazing. Thank as you. As always, thank per you usual. Of course. Of course. And so, okay, so this will all be on our website as well, but they can find the main site we want to give out is... Playboy, uh, hollyandmichael.com. However, playboyradio.com is where you can find everything about okay. the show. Hollyandmichael.com will direct you there too. Okay. And then the book, we can just list the website that they the can get it. The X Club. The yeah. X Club. Dot and com. we'll have this on our site too because you guys really, it's free. You put in your email addresses and all the email address and all the questions you have about the lifestyle. I know. And you're also, did you graduate or you're getting your- uh, I'm a PhD candidate. Yeah. Psychology. Congratulations Thank on that. That's, I didn't know that you like blew my mind on that. I'm like, how do you do that as well? I know. I know. So, well, you know what it's like. Come on. You did it. Yeah, so you I know. Did. You know it's the struggle. No. no, it's not, though. I, you know, I'm even more in love with you and proud of you going through the struggle again myself. Have so, it your wall. You guys are yeah. both doing so great. And you guys you. really are like an amazing couple. I was thank just like, you. I was like, because we were talking about this show. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I, there's no, pre- like, I know them. I love them. They're amazing. So thank you for being here. Um, it was great. And uh, thank you, Madison, producer Madison. Thank you, Lori. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Also, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, which is at sex with, oh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is all sex with Emily. Um, Facebook.com slash sex with Emily. We're also looking for social media interns. We're always looking for interns. Email us feedback at sexwithemily.com. Oh, you want to be here? You want to intern here? It's a good freaking time. Have you seen you? <laughs> and, okay, and everyone. Yeah. I know. It's a good time. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. Something magical happened this year. The magic wand turned 50. Just think about how much the world has changed over the last 50 years. I'm talking disco to dubstep, payphones to cell phones. I mean, do you realize the magic wand came out a full year before we landed on the moon? That blows my mind. There's a reason the magic wand has stood the test of time. It's just that freaking good. Time Magazine named it one of the most iconic inventions. Cosmo calls it the little black dress of vibrators. In other words, it's the one vibrator you need to have. In case you haven't seen one at any point over the last 50 years, the magic wand is a full-size massager. And yes, it works great on the shoulders too. For most women, its power and size make it the ultimate clitoral vibe. I call it the sure thing. And because things get better over time, you now have two models to choose from the original plug-in version for constant power, or the variable speed rechargeable version for cordless convenience. I've been obsessed with my magic wand since before I started the show. 
I even had my nightstand modified so I could keep it plugged in from inside the drawer. That's how much I love a magic wand. If you haven't tried one, what are you waiting for? Just go to magicwandemily.com. That's magicwandemily.com to order yours today.